0: Today's program has been brought to you by GreatBrewers.com, a social media marketing platform dedicated to promoting the world's great brewers and the beers they create. For more information, visit GreatBrewers.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more.
1: Hey, welcome to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's number 43 in the Good Beer Seal. We've got a very cool show tonight, September Eighteenth, 2012. We're sponsored by uh, greatbrewers.com. Thanks so much to you guys. Check out the Beer Cloud and the Great Beer Test. Uh, when you go to greatbrewers.com. And thanks to the Good Brew Seal, com. Look at the show we have tonight. We've got Kirk Struble from 4th Avenue Pub and Carolyn Pincus, the Stag said two key Good Brew Seal bars in New York City. And uh, Ben Wiley of uh, Bar Great Harry and uh, Mission Dolores here to talk about his his new bar in Brooklyn. So Kirk and Carolyn... uh, the, one of the themes on tonight's show is collaborations, and uh, I know there's some cool events coming up. Uh, Joe Carroll at Spite and Dival next Tuesday is doing his first collaboration series, and some of the the beers that pop out that I always want to try are, there's the BFM Terrapin uh, Spike and Jerome collaboration, and um, a couple others. He's got uh, Stone, Victory, Dogfish, Saison de Buff, and the Stillwater, McKellar, Rauk, something. I don't know. But there's, there's some really cool collaborations going on, and... Um, I, I, what do you guys think? Are there, are there some favorites for you? Do you think that collaboration is like the the new thing? What 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 is it?
2: Uh, certainly, I mean, we've had. I was down in uh, Florida just last weekend, and uh, we were at a brewery called Seventh Son, and they just did a collaboration with Highland. And I was uh, in Asheville, North Carolina, and I was talking to uh, the brewmaster there in the very small brewery that he works on, and he just the opportunity for him to brew on a larger system and to be able to do that. Um, on a larger scale, was uh, was fun for him. So you could say, all oh, these brewers are kind of having, a, you know, way for them to, you know, kind of expand the horizons. You know, try some new styles that maybe they don't normally brew as a brewer. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely. It's a, like
1: the, it's yeah. the cool club, isn't it? And, yeah. and Ben Wiley's here too. Um, you know, I keep seeing a lot of the same breweries doing collaborations. And Stillwater does a lot. Stone does a lot. And Terrapin. i I've, I've never had a, a Terrapin. I've never been to Terrapin. But I, I, they they do something with Schmaltz as well as BFM.
2: Yeah, they did the uh, Beer for Hope.
1: Has anyone ever been down to Terrapin? I never have, no. No. no.
2: Yeah.
3: Is, is that in Maryland? I guess it is. I, I don't know. it's in Georgia. Oh, no, it's, it's in Georgia. Georgia. It's yeah. In Georgia. Oh, really? yeah, I mean, we don't...
1: It's. I like collaborations because it's a chance for beers that we can't get in our market to come here. Certainly. But I think there's a lot more to it. And you guys just spent some time in Lagunitas... And we tell did. us about that, because yeah, it's kind of about collaboration. Carolyn, uh, why don't
4: you start out? Sure. Uh, so we actually were part of a homebrew competition that Lagunitas sponsored. Um, they have a fusion series that they do all around the country. And um, so it was part of, I guess it was to sort of create excitement around Fusion 9, which was the New York collaboration. Um, and so we did a homebrew competition. We chose... Um, the wonderfully named Kyler Surface, uh, his beer for um, the first prize, and so he came out uh, to Lagunitas along with us, and um, yeah, which we brought here, um, yeah, the cool. Fusion Nine. So it was, so uh, it's a
1: collaboration.
4: Collaboration, yeah. We really, um, this, is, this is the
1: Fusion Nine, right here. Yeah, oh, yeah.
4: it was. It was a really nice. Um, it was a very casual experience. Actually, it was sort of like going into the pantry and like just seeing what's around. Um, And sort of picking and choosing um, a recipe with uh, Jeremy, shoot, what's his last name?
1: yeah, me. Either. Yeah, the
4: brewmaster. Yeah, he's great, uh, great. from Lagunitas. Um, That's all. Whisper
1: on the air. Yeah, yeah they won't know. Um, so, and, will oh, this I, beer be available for sale? Well, it's no,
2: it's, it's all gone. It was available.
4: I have a keg left. Yeah.
3: Oh, I still have a keg at
4: Washington. Commons.
3: We're uh, we're about to put it up at BGH and oh, nice. Owl Farm. Well, there you so, go. So yeah, go. I, I actually I hadn't. hadn't uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Bargar
2: Harry and Owl Farm. I hadn't even had it yet. So thank you.
5: Oh, mm-hmm. you're welcome. We'll come
2: there and sign autographs.
3: too
4: hmm
1: We're available. But you know, this sounds pretty cool. I mean, you you guys are bar owners. You're also homebrewers? Mm-hmm. Uh, you? I'm homebrew, yeah. No,
4: I don't brew. I actually just bought... Um, I'm a big fat geek. I just bought my first like homebrewer set or whatever um, online, so I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, I've done some stuff. Um, I've basically just hung out at like Chelsea Brewing Company before and done stuff with them, and I have friends who are home brewers that i become become like, their intern um, in their kitchen while they're doing it. Um, so this was the first experience for me. I know Kirk had been out to Sierra uh, previously for beer camp, so... Um, you know, I mean, it was a def- it was a learning experience for me completely. But, yeah, it was very casual. Just went around, chose, we chose a few hops that they had never used before. Yeah,
2: we used two experimental hop varietals from uh, Peralt Farms in Washington State. Uh, one is the uh, HBC 342, known Ooh, as the Watermelon Jolly Rancher. Uh, and the other one, uh, Kyler was very excited because it was a box that, the, that Jeremy from Lagunitas had there that had no... Uh, label on it whatsoever no alpha acid had no stats on it so he was like his eyes lit up he's like let's mm-hmm. use this one we'll just you know throw it in and see what happens and uh, yeah we, we were just going for a nice sessionable late summer it's actually uh, until recently the latest uh, ABV beer that Lagunista ever brewed it's 5.6% alcohol by volume and uh, so that's we just perfect wanted, amount yeah we <laughs> wanted to go with that and get you know a lot of hop flavor so it's 50% pale malt uh, then it's wheat malt flaked oats mm-hmm. Um, and then the two experimental hop varietals, and we dry hopped it with Citra. And, uh, yeah, we're pretty happy with the way it came out. We yeah,
1: were, absolutely. Like, and were there other – who was represented at, at the Slaginus event? I mean, was it just New York bar owners? Was it homebrewers? Yeah. Was it people from all around the country?
2: They came and asked us if we wanted to come judge the competition, and literally we were kind of sequestered in this hotel room <laughs> in Midtown. Yeah, it was very uh, –
4: the two of us, yeah. it
2: was Jeff from Pine Box Rock Shop, uh, Billy from, I mean, yeah, but Billy Bobby from uh, The Gate, um, who else was there? Cowgirl. Uh, Joe from Spite and Dival. All. Um, Steve? There were a couple Go- gals yeah. from uh Oh, yeah, Sparrow, and, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, so it was, you know, and we just kind nice of picked, you know, what beer, there was like four choices for us to, you know, four different brewers that had, you know, kind of, uh, were in homebrew uh, clubs acro- across the city. And they, you know, kind of submitted these beers, and uh, you know they were all great stuff. And we just mm-hmm. picked the best, and uh, he got to go out, Kyler, and then they chose us at random, and mm-hmm. uh, we'd never met before, and now we're great friends. We are. We text so anyway, all the time. that's what it is. So, wow. um, but we had a great time. The beer. Came out excellent.
1: Oh, come on, more. Awesome, mm-hmm. Ben. Have you ever ever been part of any collaborative uh, brewing, or been, a, been able to make? I'm sorry, I'm just stumbling drunk. But <laughs> the opposite. I need a beer. <laughs> it's always so I have the like same 6% thing. Six percent. I need my okay. beer. But uh, have you ever been part? I, we've made beers a couple times at Six Point. Uh, um, last year, we made a beer for Beast beer the like six people uh, really we made the signal a couple years ago and they made something we had like six people in the room i guess that's collaborative brewing but we ended up giving <laughs> it to the most talented professional brewer around and yeah the, uh, the closest shared stories
3: the closest i've come to that is uh, at bar grade harry probably two or three years ago we had a kelso event and um, kelly kind of allowed us to pick ingredients I think he used his Pilsner as a base, and we can kind of pick whatever we wanted. And he can kind of essentially spice it with that, and then he brought over a sixel, a couple sixths of that. And I think we did ginger and honey, like upstate New York honey ginger, and maybe one other thing. Um, but it was uh, it was nice, you know. It's always nice to have a custom beer in an event, you know. Everybody digs that.
1: Yeah, and Kirk, you've also been to Sierra Nevada beer beer camp.
2: Yeah, back in December, I got a chance to go to beer camp, and uh, we had a great time out there. That was it was interesting too to. To compare the two breweries uh, just on scale, you know, um, when I got the chance to go out to Lagunias. But Sierra Nevada was a, you know, showpiece bro- brewery. It's just uh, mm. an amazing place. It's like, you know, we we talked about it being like Willy Wonka, but it really does have that kind of like, you know, polished everything's, you know, mm. don't drink the fizzy lifting drinks. But um, but it was a great time. We brewed a Imperial Red IPA that we actually brewed with Duval yeast, which was kind of like the, mm. the the way we kind of made a switch on it because everyone usually brews with the Sierra Nevada Chico yeast that they have out there. So it was fun to, you know, brew with a different brew. And then I was able to do an event with both uh, representatives, you know, the guys from Duval and the guys from Sierra Nevada. So, yeah, it was a good time.
1: Wow. Well, cheers to you guys. Cheers. It yeah. pretty good. So uh, let's talk about this beer. Ben, what do you think about their custom Lagunitas beer? Um,
3: well, I like it. It's really good. I'm a big fan of that range, like five and a half, six percent 6% right. ABV. Um, it's funny, the more bar owners and people that have been around alcohol, alcohol for a long time the more I find everybody kind of gravitates to that right Absolutely. in the beginning you go for the big beers and then after a while you go back to these kind of nice mild um, where the the details of the beer are really good right um, it's good it's refreshing there's definitely a little uh, citrus oh. in the nose and there's also a little
2: um, in the best way there's a little bit of that cat urine kind right. of mm-hmm. that you get from like Simco. we didn't use Simcoe hops which is a but tribute. it's there, yeah, a little. But there get I'm the, getting a little bit yeah. but it's
3: really good and very, real refreshing like there's a creaminess
4: mm, it's good we also used actually a couple pounds of uh, oh, grains. greens of paradise oh, nice. that was really yeah that was my yeah
2: no, how can mm-hmm. I forget yeah.
4: so it gives a little bit of like I, I think like a lavender aroma just on the mm-hmm. nose mm-hmm.
1: pretty hey, good what, mm-hmm. what was your experience at Lagunitas like tell us about the the brewery and the scene out there
4: sure um, well uh, I actually took a huge California trip my first California trip um, with, to go see six or seven breweries out there so it was my first one and um, it was fantastic to be honest it was uh during the first week that they had just got their new brew house um up and running so that was a really cool experience to see that kind of expansion um it was i mean you know it's everything that lagunitas sort of stands for it's very chill we got there on a friday night uh they had arranged for us to go see a bluegrass a bluegrass band outside it was you know i mean and everything was just super available you know we just walk in you know take a look around go to you know we could. We basically got to do whatever we wanted. We had to run of the felt, place. Yeah. yeah, we just we got to hang. Like in us, the middle so. of the night, we
2: can
1: go to the brew house. And yeah, just say, if we wanted. How's our to? beer coming along? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. It's like when yeah. you, you walk around. I mean, is yeah. there just beer and coolers waiting for you?
4: There's a lot of beer everywhere for you. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I mean, they have a they have a tap house there, and we yeah. pretty much had free reign. Yeah.
4: You know. We pretty much once
2: they figured out who we were. Yeah. <laughs> the New York City brewers. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> Wandering around like lost little. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I had a great time. The people there are very relaxed. Um, their brew pub is terrific um you know it's it's everything that you think logging in is is going to be um, and you know and I had a I had that experience actually the entire time I was in California I went out to Anderson Valley I went to Russian River um, I went out to North Coast and Fort Bragg went to where else Bear Republic I went to Sierra which is true it's like Disneyland for breweries it's awesome um so yeah it was I mean it was a fantastic experience logging in is really I don't know.
1: Do you think the the brewing culture out there is a little different than what we have on the East Coast?
4: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's dependent on where you go, of course. I mean, the culture at Anderson Valley, for example, is like complete... I mean, it's just a bunch of cowboys out there. Like, they don't care about anything. They were the first people there to tell me exactly the difference between sustainability and low impact and, you know... So it does... I mean, it depends on where you go. North Coast is pretty much in the middle of nowhere, so they're out doing all this stuff. We get it here. You know, it seems all like fancy and hard to get and all the stuff you go there it's just a tiny little place on a corner you know on the coast um so i find that the culture there is just a lot more they've been doing it longer they're not as worried about what you think <laughs> um they talk a lot slower they move a lot slower um and the coolest thing actually about all pretty much all of the places i went to including sierra i mean when i i pulled up to sierra it was a couple hours late and um ken's son what's his name Ken Grossman's son was right there in the bar drinking with, um, I'm forgetting everybody's names, their director of sales was there, who I met like three years ago at GABF, and who totally remembered me. I mean, you know, they're all just sitting there chilling, drinking their beer, Um, and same thing with Anderson Valley. Everybody, you know, finished brewing at 5.05, came into the bar, drank their beer till whatever. So it was a, you know, it was a fantastic, fantastic culture, really. Um,
1: Sounds awesome. Hey, what's what's the next beer we're going to try? What did you bring, Ben? I thought you guys all brought the same beer. What, well, which we did one was that? uh
3: coincidence uh, we brought <laughs> Hops and Roses, both yes, of us. Um uh, but over here I have uh, Hidochino 3 Days. I don't know if you guys have yeah. had this or yeah. have heard about it. This is um <clears throat> after the tsunami, right? Mm-hmm. Their brewery was in, you know, broken up pretty badly. Um they some of their tanks that they were brewing in Got knocked over. Well, not completely over, but we're essentially tilted. And anyway, the beer sat in there for three days. A little bit of natural fermentation happened. Some wild yeast got mm. in. And uh, they tasted it afterwards and they bottled up. And there's only 8,000 bottles. And uh, I haven't had it. So we can
1: pop this. Let's pop that. Check it out. It's yeah. yeah. good. You pop that and let's try the. What's, what was the first oh, one yeah. you mentioned? Hops and Roses. So you all, you each brought the same beer? Me, yeah, good. me and Ben. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what's Hops and Roses?
4: Uh, Go for it. This is. Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure why or when this was brewed, but uh, it's fantastic. It's brewed with elderflower and hibiscus and, I believe, rose.
1: And w- which is the brewery?
4: Captain Lawrence. Sorry, Captain Lawrence. yeah, up in uh, Pleasantville.
1: Elmsford. Rose Let's, let's have that first. Let's have the, yeah. the, the new breweries in Elmsford. That first, oh, and then the Hittuccino. Sorry. So, all right. Yep. Well, you know what's cool about having you guys on? Uh, you're all bar owners. You, you probably get to try more beers than most people. Uh, how do you go about selecting your beers? Um,
2: I travel quite a bit, and that's one of the things that I like to do. Is uh, when I go to brew, you know, go to different towns, go to you know the local breweries, and hope that they come here. You know, I was in Alaska a couple, I guess, about a year ago, and I went to Midnight Sun, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're coming to New York." So, you know, just the opportunity to like go to these different places and, and, and kind of sample them before um they come into the market one of the things you know and plus it's you know, beer tourism i guess for lack of a better you know word um and that's one of the things we like to do uh, my girlfriend and i uh, just you know she's really into beer too um you know plan out our attack um when we go on vacation based on like what breweries. <laughs> like we went to a wedding in iowa we're like well how can we move in a you know work in a trip to three floyds in the meantime so we skedaddled down three Floyds and then went up to the to the uh, wedding in Iowa so I just wanted to. you're awesome I, be, oh, I don't I'm gonna hang know. out with you man well I mean yeah come on along you know pack you in the bag and you know just do it that way so right. but yeah
1: and what about uh, at Stag's Head Carolyn um I do you think do a lot of people bring you samples or I
4: I don't actually do the sampling thing because I don't know it's, it's more actually from I mean speaking of collaboration it's more from going to other people's bars um you know and seeing what they have seeing what people like and uh and then also um i would say yeah and the same thing traveling i uh i've you know i've traveled a lot around the united states the last couple of years and so i definitely do th- make the same effort um i used to like I mean, I definitely, yeah, plan my trip around, like, which breweries I can go to.
1: tell you, anybody that's been to Terrapin in Georgia, they can call <laughs> in or, or they can tweet us at beer underscore sessions. I want to know what that brewery is like because I've seen them in a couple of collaborations, and, and I like their collaborations. Yep. So uh, if you haven't been, you, let us know or whatever you've been. Hey, uh, okay, we're getting warmed up here on Beer Sessions Radio. We'll take a short break. We'll be back in a few minutes on Heritage Radio Network. Woo. All right, We're in it.
0: the Snow by Snowmine on the which includes a GPS beer finder, a beer sommelier, and descriptions for over 5,000 different brews. What are you waiting for? Back up that passion for craft beer with some solid information and education. Visit greatbrewers.com today.
1: Hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio. Thanks to GreatBrewers.com, our sponsor, and the Good Beer Seal. Alright, here we are at Roberta's in Bushwick uh, on the Heritage Radio Network. Kirk Strubel from Fourth Avenue Pub, Carolyn Pincus from the Stags Head. They were just out in Lagunitas in California. And now we have uh, Ben Wiley and his brother Seth. First time on air, first time in public, the third brother. I've never, you got another. You guys own so many bars, and you've got this brother. We're there's, multiplying. There's ben, Mike, and Seth. Who is Seth? Where have you, like, what going, I've never met you, Seth, it's been like four years. Seth fixes all the stuff that Mike and I break.
3: <laughs> There's 30, 40, or 50 of us more.
1: So. But you guys, are, you're a real family business, aren't you?
3: We're, we also cook together, we uh, sleep in the same bed, you know, <laughs>
1: we go for it. <laughs> all right, but, so you got to have Bar Great Harry, yes. Mission Dolores, yes. and what's the
3: new bar you Open? So we just opened the Owl Farm, which is uh, in Park Slope on 9th Street, uh, between 4th and 5th Avenue, it's 297 9th Street uh used to be an old Irish bar over there. We bought it, um demoed it, kind of like we've done with the other places and uh, rebuilt it from scratch and <clears throat> opened up uh, about 3 months ago. We have 30 drafts, two casks and 28 um, you know, CO2 lines. Uh two nitros at the moment. I think we have the largest count over in Park in Park Slope if you're keeping track. Um but yeah, pretty much if you know if you've been to Bar Great Harry or Mission Dolores, you're hopefully kind of familiar with our vibe. Um, we focus a lot on the the kind of you know the atmosphere of the places more than just the cocktails and the beer. So hopefully it's comfortable. We, we heavily curate the music, um, the lighting, the design. You know, uh, we spend a lot of time measuring out like bar dimensions and seat heights and stuff. And we don't just go with the standard things. We really try to make things comfortable. And actually, that's a big part of where Seth comes in because Seth's kind of the builder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been it's a it's actually been a nice process to work with uh, to work with my brothers on. Uh, bar number three. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully it keeps uh, you know keeps heading in a good direction, and you know, keeps being uh, keeps being a good place to drink a beer.
1: So, from, even in the first place, the three of you brothers worked together.
3: Uh, yeah, on and off. I mean, mostly for the past few years, it's been Mike and I here because uh, Seth was out in California with his family. But they've just kind of uh, come back to the East Coast, so uh, he was much more hands-on with this third one, Aliform.
1: All right. Yeah. And if I have never been to Brooklyn and have never been to any of your bars, what would you tell someone about the Owl Farm? What's different about it? Why would I go there?
3: Uh, well, I'd say, well, there's 30 beers to choose from, uh, two casks, and um, we rotate uh, the beers really heavily, uh, which uh, I know 4th Avenue Pub does as well. Staghead probably does as well. Yep. Um, so uh, anytime you come in, there's going to be something new, something exciting. Um, we do definitely try to have a lot of weirdo beers. Like, we always have a sour on. Um, which luckily over the last few years have kind of grown in popularity. Still a kind of a niche market, but people are starting to dig it. So we always have something like a sour. Um, We have a lot of the, you know, weirdo stuff out of Norway and Belgium nowadays. Meekeller, Keller, Evil Twin um stuff that's that is pretty hard to find and is pretty expensive beer but uh, we do our best to kind of play with the servings and get it out to people so you can really try uh, pretty hard to find stuff so even now i mean the the market's kind of crowded right there's beer bars every day um we still try to go out of our way to make ourselves different with a really curated selection and um and good atmosphere like i said before you know it's it's almost easy nowadays to uh to get a keg of like lagunitas uh, wtf or something right where even five years ago it was kind of rare but to make a comfortable setting to enjoy it in and, and to hang out and have good bartenders that know what they're talking about um <clears throat> so like uh yeah so knowledgeable staff too you know the cicerone we have all our bartenders do the cicerone um so people know what they're talking about you can have samples of beer uh, we also do an event the second Tuesday of every month at Owl Farm. Uh, we do either a brewery event where we, you know, load up the lines with, say, a whole bunch of Lagunitas beers. Um, or we do, like, custom events, like, <clears throat> uh, upcoming, we have uh, we have a, a pumpkin patch where, you know, for October, we'll do a lot of pumpkin beers, maybe a few Oktoberfests. Um, in, uh, uh, in December, we're doing Imperial Stout Night. So uh, we have some aged kegs at Bar Grey Harry over a couple of years. We'll take those out. Um, Double digits in January So a whole night of You know Super big beers We'll have four ounces Six ounces Eight ounces So you don't kill yourself um, So
1: you know The, the detail-oriented uh, Take so on the beer How do you do it With three bars? I mean you have a uh Different beers in each bar. Does one person buy all the beer? Do you have a manager at each bar who's in charge of the beers?
3: Well, now we have two managers for the three bars. We have Mo, uh, who's uh, a lot of people know. She's at Bargrey Harry and at Owl Farm. She's pretty popular. Uh, she handles a lot of those. And then we have Crimson over at Mission Dolores, and uh, she's pretty hands-on with the ordering there. So um, between them. Mike, myself, Seth, and we have a partner over at Mission Dolores Scott. Um, it's really a collaborative effort. There's a lot of emailing and ceasing that goes on. Uh, should we get this? Should we get this? This cake's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. But everybody's always kind of moving at the same time. And luckily, at the end of the day, we, we get some kind of synchronicity, and, and the beer's bore.
1: And uh, for Kirk, Kirk, how do you do that, too? Because you're part of more than one bar as well. Uh, yeah, I have
2: five bars. Um, I do three myself, which is you know, kind of stretching myself a little thin, but um, and then the other two, I have a partner um, at uh, the Graham and uh, the Fulton Grand, and he does uh, uh, most of the beer over there. So, um, you know, I've always told people that like finding out what new beers are out there is like ten percent of the job. Making sure they show up and the right beers show up Absolutely. is the other ninety percent. <laughs> I'm sure you know Ben <laughs> will tell you the same, and you know Carolyn will say, and that is you know that's always the struggle, but it's um, it's something I love and you know diving in and, uh and i'm always looking for like what's new in terms of like you know what's on the blog like what's coming out what's this and traveling and that sort of thing so but you know it's hard to do but it's uh it's a passion i know that you guys share it um
3: the uh the ordering and the the, the finding new beers and kind of searching everywhere and getting in contact with everybody that's kind of the romance of it i mean that's a, that's a big that's absolutely. a big draw yeah you know um, especially now with like twitter and facebook and right. stuff i mean it's it, it's almost cliché to say social media has a big impact, but it really has. You know, or texting. I mean, just getting texts from people like at Sierra Nevada. I mean, we're here in Brooklyn at Roberta's, and they're texting. Like, what? That's, I love that. That's really cool. You know, or even other bar owners that know each other. Hey, we yeah. just got this. Ha ha. Blah blah blah. You got to get it.
1: I mean, yeah. what, what do you What do you do day to day? Because uh, you know, I've known Sleep you a you lot. Yeah, Bar Green, Harry. I've seen you open. Now you're in the third bar. Yeah. And uh, you guys, we've been knowing each other for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, are you doing anything day-to-day in, in your bars? In the bars?
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, Seth will tell you about this. Uh, there's so many repairs to be done uh,
2: between three bars, you know, or five. I can't, you know, that must be crazy. You know, if I knew what I know now, like, I would have gone to trade school. I would yeah. not yeah. have gone yep. to university and got a master's degree. In refrigeration.
1: I wouldn't have been in trade school. Yeah. Yeah. I know about You know, I know a guy he was a partner in an Irish bar downtown. The smartest thing he did, he went to refrigeration school. That's what he does during the week now. Absolutely. I've heard that many times. Mm-hmm. Just draft
2: um, tech in general. It's like, you know.
3: So a lot of it uh, for me is is putting out fires, you know, just uh, not literally, but, you know, just uh, trying to fix everything that breaks. So l- luckily Mo and Crimson, our managers, really have everything on lockdown as far as dealing with employees, dealing with customer complaints, arranging parties, uh, a lot of the ordering. But it's really taking care of the problems. <laughs>
4: Uh, can I ask – I've always yeah. actually wanted to ask you this because I love um, I love Mission Dolores. And oh, thank you. What, are you guys from California? Are you from no, Well,
3: Mark? so our other brother, Mike, who's not here, mm-hmm. uh, he lived in San Francisco for a while, like eight or nine years. Um, okay. And cool. uh, so we, we visited out there a lot, all of us. The family spent some time out there. So he just has a real affinity for San Francisco, as I do, and awesome. I think Seth does. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just kind of like a private – Joke, it's not your mother's name? It's not our mother's name. I it's swear our to God, I thought your name. mother was named Dolores. Really? Yeah. I, everybody thinks our grandfather's named Harry for Bar Great Harry. <laughs> oh, you should tell
4: that story about Bar Great Harry, right? That's yeah, the, from, um, it's a bar in Japan. Yeah.
3: yeah. So I lived in Japan for a while, and um, Mike would visit me, and we would go kind of bar hopping all the time. And I was bartending at a bar in Yokohama called Windjammer, and right down the street was a bar called Bar Great Harry. And uh, we just hung out there all the time. So anyway, fast forward a few years We moved back to Brooklyn And we're out drinking one day And we're already about to open Bar Great Harry We're working on it We couldn't figure out a name And uh, we're literally in Smith Street Just drinking at one of the bars And he just stops the conversation He's like, dude, let's name it Bar Great Harry And we both kind of said, yeah Because it sounds weird and Awesome
1: Hey, let's talk about beers. So yeah. you opened for us the Hidachino Three Days Which yes. I've had as well I, I, Oh, you have? We all know the story Yeah, we, uh-huh. we know the story of uh, the, the, you know, the Japanese tsunami And uh, our good friend, uh, you know Toshi uh, Kiyuchi uh, That many of us have met In New York um, This was a special beer I know he gave it to people Who were supportive of him And, and uh, reached out to Japan After, after the tsunami last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. Uh, And it's a special beer It's also intense It's really good I mean yeah. it's like some Ancient dark sour beer I mean there's nothing else like it Yeah it's good it's heavy It's like you just turn off The refrigeration And magic happens Is that what we <laughs> should all do I
3: don't know It's like everything in Japan Man, it just tastes good The food and the alcohol And the water And everything over there Is
1: just delicious And then you guys brought this... I keep forgetting the name of this beer from Captain Lawrence. What is it?
4: Hops and Roses. So I'm Mm on to Hops and
1: Roses now. I like this beer. Yeah. Sour. It's a little lighter, sour, refreshing. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, I brought two. I brought two sours.
1: Talking about cool breweries and and, and all that, have any of you been up to the new Captain Lawrence brewery? I have.
4: have not. You did? You have? Awesome. awesome. yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Great space. Um, How far away is it
4: from Pleasantville?
2: Not that far. Yeah. Not that far. Um, great space they actually have uh, it seems like they've streamlined the operation in that they have because the old space you know was mostly the bar was like taken up by people coming in and getting growler fills yeah so you'd be there and you would be like trying to get sample i mean the thing about it was they had you can get as many samples as you want you could just keep on going so people would kind of use it as a de facto bar and just like hang out there um but people were coming in getting growler fills that sort of thing so it was like a little um you know crowded but this way they, they have it where there's a separate line where people just go for growler fills and they have another guy taking care of just the people that are getting samples. And Yeah, it's a great space. Hey,
1: yeah, let's raise our glasses. to Scott Ficaro. He's been on yeah. the show a few times. He's we'll a like his great beard. guy. And we'll be back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio.
0: You are listening to Real Long Way To Go by Brothers NYC, Heritage Radio Network.org. here so far support the network and become a member membership helps us bring you the best food radio in the world and gives you access to thousands of dollars in discounts at the sustainably minded businesses that support us to become a member visit heritageradionetwork.org today
1: all right hey welcome back to beers welcome back to beer sessions radio on the heritage radio network we just got some uh, new guests walk in Ethan and Marcus from Rockaway Beer is it Rockaway Brewing or Rockaway Beer? Rockaway Brewing. Rockaway Brewing. Uh, we, we've been doing some fun things together. We had an event at the Rockaways uh, two weekends ago, and you guys are just starting to branch out. Uh, you were for, first, you You're only selling in, in the Rockaways, and uh, now you're selling at Jimmy's number 43 and a couple other bars too, right? Get yeah, close.
5: well, we have you, and then uh, this last weekend there was uh, Sunswick in Queens. Uh, <laughs> delivered a cake to the Queens kick last night. So they were excited to...
1: Well, this it. is this is the room with all the guys you want to sell to. I mean, Ben and Seth, they own th- Bar Great Harry, Mission Dolores, and the new... What's it called again? The, the Owl Farm. The Owl Farm. And you got Kirk. He's Tell us all your bars, because I still don't know how many bars Fourth you have.
2: Fourth Avenue own. Pub, Washington Commons, the Fulton Grand, the Graham, and uh, Amsterdam Alehouse. House. Holy in the city. cow. And there. then,
1: Carolyn, you you're with us. Do
4: the Stag's Head and Cornerstone Tavern.
1: Yeah, so this is like some serious buying power here. So you guys better expand awesome to me. if you want to sell to us. <laughs> <That'd be good. laughs> Thanks to well, so me. The whole reason they're here is about the power of you know all these great bars, but all these great breweries. And these guys were out in California, and, and Carolyn was at Russian River and, La- and and Lagunitas and all these places. But you know we really want the East Coast beer scene to rise, and that's why we're pushing for you guys. Well, there we
5: go. We're two California kids. who are on the East Coast now. But you
1: guys, literally, how many? You're working on what size bar- uh, barrel system?
5: It's a two barrel system. So we really have to stay on. T- to, to keep beer flowing out the door, so. and I
1: can promise you that if you order from them, they'll actually deliver it themselves. So. Yes. Yeah,
5: we, we have, and actually, we brought some beer here for you guys today. Let's to, have some. Try this was. Yeah, um, we had
1: Captain Lawrence, and now we want to try some of yours. So,
5: and this was a special brew for the Honey Festival this week, this last weekend out in the Rockaways. There was a, a great turnout, and so we produced a, a nice, a nice honey brew that uh, actually has our hops that we grew out in the Rockaways this over this last year. So, this was. Put in put in with our own hops, and then one of our interns flew in. His father was coming in from Iowa, and he brought us off the plane a fresh batch of uh, of, of hops that we went right into the hop rocket and as we kegged this. So it has a
1: nice. So Kirk, you're you're a tough buyer. I mean, you, you buy a lot of beer. Yeah. Do you would you just buy local beer to buy local beer, or, or are you really do you have very high standards? No,
2: nah, I mean I try to have high standards. I mean, but I do buy local beer because I want to support the. Uh, you know, that movement, certainly. At Amsterdam, uh one of the things I do is we keep, you know, five lines of New York State craft breweries. So I've done stuff, you know, Ithaca, Southern Tier, you know, the the gamut. So, um yeah, love to have you guys in. This is very tasty. What kind Thank of hops you. did you guys grow? It's
5: the, the
2: is-
6: most, the, it's wet hop with centennial hops. Centennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at the very end when we kegged it, we put... We hopped back to it with uh, Centennial. And awesome. all our
5: plants out in the Rockaways are all Cascade. I, I realized okay. if I started planting different strands, I was going to confuse myself. Of course, and They'd yeah. be all over the place. So that Cascade is the And they're way. hardy, too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, they grow really fast. Absolutely. I love, love the beach.
1: So. It's tasty. It's like a little toasty yeah, it's bready, but then there's like that little honeyness. What do you think, Ben? I mean, do you, you know for you, too, for, for your standards... Uh, Do you just buy on a whim, or do you have a formula? you talk about having one Sour and one McCullough line? Well, we do try to –
3: I mean, with 30 lines, you're you're afforded the opportunity to kind of have a a beer per genre, you know, at least. Um, But, no, we do try to definitely uh, get as much local stuff as we can, for sure. Uh, I love this beer. This is right up my alley. I like the kind of – the real malty – the sweeter side of things, you know, that good malty backbone. It's kind of like um, Two Brothers has a beer called Domaine DuPage or Domaine DuPage, almost – Kind of reminds me of that. But I love the biscuity, honey, the kind of warm, um, sessiony nature of it. It's my kind of beer. You
1: know, when I opened Jimmy's number 43, it was 2005. I was like three-quarters European specialty beers. And uh, now I'm like almost all... All American beers, but I'm also highly concentrated on on, on local regional beers. So I have Carton from New Jersey, Barrier. I have you guys from Rockaway, and those are the beers that I want to drink. I want like super fresh, really good local beers, and I think it's a revolution because it seemed until a few years ago. There really weren't that many really good East Coast breweries. And, and I know two, two years ago, uh, out of the blue, Barrier Brewing with, like, one barrel system won the New York Tap, which meant they were the best brewery in New York State. Two young guys on a one tap system. And it's like the revolution started, you know. So I, I'm, I'm really rooting for you guys. And, and uh, I, I want more. I, I'm actually a fan. You know, you know how beers <laughs> scale up? I mean, we're, like, talking about the industry, but I'd rather see more really small breweries because I feel like you guys put your love into it and the, and the small ingredients, and even with the specialty imports, you know, you, I feel like once people scale up, you, you lose something. What do you guys think about that?
5: Well, before we get to that, I was going to say it was really nice this last week, your event out in, in the Rockaways with uh, having Barrier there and Carton. I got to meet them, so I just wanted to give you a... Congratulations on the event, because that was that was great to be part of.
1: So I'm glad you guys came. Thank you. There was a tornado, also. <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, I think uh, Jimmy, the freshness part of it is a, a big part of it for me. When we started brewing our beer and kegging it, it just felt and it tasted so fresh. When I'd have another beer at a bar or something, I thought, "Where's this beer been? It's been in a truck. It's been in a storage facility. It's come across the country." Making your own beer and drinking it locally is that's the real experience. this we made this beer you know, 10, 12, 15 days ago. So it's, you can taste it.
1: Yeah, and uh, have you guys, any of you tried uh, Rich Bouchetta's beers yet? He's a, a single-cut beersmith. He's going to open in Queens, in Astoria, uh, this fall. He'll be another licensed brewery in, in New York. Have not. You have been, never met him? He's been an award-winning been. home brewer who's, yeah. who's also stepping up, and uh, he actually has, like, a larger facility. He's going to have a bar and music area. Yeah, I've
2: certainly heard about him, and I know he wants to stay you know, Justin Queens and that was like his big thing, you know, coming in is like he wants to stay just there. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it.
1: Well Kirk, what's cool about you it's uh you know where you got brewers and bar owners, but I never knew how many bars you had. I mean you, you, yeah. you, you, you walk the walk. Like I think of you as Fourth Avenue Pub and I think you you have high standards for your beer and uh, I really respect you man. So Thank thanks you. for coming uh, on. Cheers. My yeah, and Carolyn too. We first met a couple years ago. You were at the Stag said you guys were interested in the Good Beer Seal, and you guys you guys have been you don't even remember. I don't remember how. Yeah, went, so but uh, <laughs> you know you, you've and tell us about Stag said like what what are some of the standards you have for for buying beer at Stag said sure.
4: absolutely. Um, well, we do try to keep uh, about seventy eighty percent of the line um, regional for sure. Um, we actually just did a, a uh, fourteen line event with Barrier um last week or two weeks ago, and yeah, the freshness is. I mean, it's key. It's, um, you almost can't, it's a different standard, I guess, you know, when you're trying the beer. Um, so we do, I mean, I think what sets us apart is honestly the neighborhood. I mean, we're on 51st and 2nd Avenue. There's not a whole heck of a lot of bars, uh, doing rotating, uh, draft lines. So, um, that's pretty big. And then. As far as that, you know, I really just try to get out as much as possible, go to different bars, see what other people are drinking. Um, We do a lot of customer feedback. We do, like, customer cards and lots of stuff on Facebook. Actually, speaking of collaboration, we just did, um, we have been really randling beers a lot lately and, you know, getting people on Facebook to give their, uh, you know, ideas for ingredients and all that stuff to randle beers. And, um, you know, just trying to stay interactive and with our neighborhood and, you know people in Turtle Bay that really are looking for that that it's not quite as easy as out here in Brooklyn y'all are spoiled
1: <laughs> um, well you guys are from California Carolyn, you're out yeah, there I'm from California they did some great uh California breweries. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite california breweries
6: um, we're prepared Anch- for this I like, oh anchor steam um mm-hmm. all of the northern California
5: Mendocino has some great breweries I mean
4: where in California are you guys from in the Bay Area Oh cool, I'm from
1: Davis
5: okay, well that was uh. Grew up just, just north of there, outside of Sacramento Where? in the foothills. Oh, right cool! As you head up towards awesome. the yeah, yeah. Grass Valley. The Have
1: you guys been to Russian River Brewery? Mm-hmm. What is it like? I mean, you were just there to tell us about Russian River because I want to hear about this. It's a cult beer. I, I love the beers. I don't know anything about it.
4: Um, well, it's. I mean, it was amazing. You know, I walked. I called. You know, I was like, you know, I'm really interested, blah, 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 Some bartender just answered and was like, yeah, sure, I'll take you around, whatever. And so, you know, middle of lunch, some, you know, the bartender comes up. Oh, you're the girl that called, whatever. Uh, went back. They just acquired a cool ship uh, that I got to see. That was pretty neat. Um, I mean, it's really, really laid back. You know, it's you. you walk in. There's a couple of guys, dreadhead guys back brewing just you know given up here I didn't I didn't you know I, I didn't really plan ahead What um, is a cool the, ship? What's the, that? The a cool ship is the um it's a uh it's a very shallow sort of pool that you I'm not exactly sure how it works exactly but it's a for it's a way to spontaneously spontaneous from, ferment yeah. um it's big in and be- what's that? It's like Qu- what? C- Cantillon, Cantillon has. Cantillon has. Yeah. That. So it's like a, a low open
1: fermentation one. container. And and
4: I too. Right? Ben, just, you know what it is. Yeah, right? It allows, yeah, it allows it allows for uh, and like around here to just naturally fall. Al- in and you know, Peakskill
1: is going to make one in the Hudson Valley. Allegash also does. Allegash has one. Yeah. I don't know if Captain Lawrence has a cool mm- shit. No, no, no.
4: I think it's. I think it's really just Allegash. Russian River are the only two in America oh, that Peak I've... Oh, Peekskill is getting, oh, Peak is getting Peak one. Skill. okay cool. So it
1: allows you to use
6: natural Hopefully yeasts. Exactly, yeah. For fermentation.
4: Yeah, it's an awesome room that they have back there where they're barrel-aging some of their beer, and then the Cool Ship is back there, too. too. So, you know, it got to geek out. It's
1: kind of like... Days. I guess it's like Charlotte's Web, you know? Oh, you don't want to mess yeah. with the spiders. Very <laughs>
4: much so. It's very much like that. Yeah, so... um and then, you know, the food was terrific. All the staff is super well informed, um, very present in service. You know, it was a, Russian River was a great experience for sure. Well, I'll tell you, it goes
1: back. Ben, you brought in the beer. You brought in Hideachi three day, our friend Toshi Kayuchi in uh, Japan. Hello, Toshi. Um, it turned off the power and he made an awesome beer. And that's kind of what a cool ship is, too.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, funny things. Uh, well, making, you know, Lemons and lemonade, right? You know, <laughs> something bad happens, something good comes out of it. So,
1: so you said you you almost always have a sour beer on yeah, tap. Yeah, we,
3: well, we like. Um, I mean, actually, actually, my brother Mike, he's always been a sour fan, just personally. Um, I, not so much. <laughs> I'm, it's growing on me. But uh, anyway, he liked it personally. So, about three, four years ago, when they first started becoming regularly available, uh, we started trying to offer it at uh, Bargre Harry more often. Then uh, that kind of started working. So at Mission Dolores, we, again, put them in a little bit more and more. And so with Owl Farm, we just figured, screw it. We'll we'll do a, a line all the time. And uh, and they're moving, you know. And luckily, you know, the kegs are kind of smallish, so you get a good rotation. And uh, it's it's such a niche market. People that love it, love it, you know. And you get guys that will come in every two days. Oh, you have a new sour up, you know. And they just, you know, they drink those. So uh, it's cool. You know, It's another it's another – you know, good thing we get out of the beer scene growing. You know, I mean, more and more really local guys like these guys, things like sour beers getting popular. I mean, even six years ago, seven years ago, if you said you could have a sour line, I mean, you know, come on, that that would not have happened. So, And people were afraid cool. that then
1: your line would stay sour forever or something. I mean, there, yeah, the, yeah. there were these people who didn't really know. But. Yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: uh, well that's uh, why you keep it on the same line. So just uh, another yeah, time, yeah, I want mean, to yeah. have you guys back and you're going to talk about <laughs> how, you, how you keep
1: your lines good and your beer good. Because this is like an awesome group of beer bar owners. I'm going to tell you about Bish and Dolores. If you're ever in Brooklyn, uh, last summer I I, I spent a time in South Jersey in the summer. And I always have to come back and forth to work. And I hitched a ride with with my friend's friend. He's like a crazy Croatian badminton player. And he was he was going into Brooklyn, and I said, "Let me off." And I texted ahead to Ben. And I said, "Where's Mission Dolores? I'm dying to go here." So I got I got let up in front of Mission Dolores. I sat at the bar for three or four hours, and it was like the best night of my summer. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> I remember that night. I remember you getting texted. Yeah, I was that your the manager, bar Crimson? Be, uh,
1: yep, I remember calling yep. the bar and be like, "Jimmy is coming in." The top server. I had I had a great time, and, and the, the beer selection was awesome. And. Uh, yeah. You know, I knew I knew it was going to be good, but it was really super special. So I traveled three hours to go to your bar. <laughs> <laughs> good beer and good bartenders. Yeah, that's that's never good before. Combo. So good combo. Thanks. Definitely worth it. So everyone in this room, it's an awesome crowd. Just just do a quick uh, talk around about what you're doing, Ethan and Marcus. What's what's next for uh, Rockaway Brewing?
6: Well, we're just uh, finishing out growler station, so we're going to start selling growlers uh, later this week. We have limited hours because we're only there brewing certain days. But uh, that's what we're really working on is opening up.
1: And then growler, where is so. it? It's in Long Island, Long Island City it's, in Queens.
5: It's, yeah, it's uh, 5th Street and 46th Avenue, right behind the big Pepsi sign. You all see right, from so East let
1: Road? me I want to refill your growler. And, Ben, uh, tell us about what's, what's going on uh, coming up soon at one of your bars or all your bars.
5: Uh, well, tonight, actually,
3: right, well, at, at 7 p.m., which might be right now, I'm not really sure, um, at Mission Dolores, we're having an Avery event which uh, my brother Mike was busy uh, tapping all the beers this morning. So that'll be pretty fun, and we can all go over there after this if you want. Um, And at Owl Farm, uh, like I said, the second Tuesday in October, we're going to have our pumpkin patch event, which will be a whole uh, bunch of local pumpkin beers, a few Oktoberfests. And then uh, on the second Tuesday of November... We're going to be having our, what is that? New York versus New York night. So uh, that's super local, obviously, where we What pick. is it? New York? <laughs> new York versus New York. So it's What's just kind of? of, we pick, like, we go by genre. We say we take, um, like, two different IPAs, both brewed in New York, kind of have a versus on them, two different stouts, two different this, two different that. So we kind of just take all our lines and do that. So maybe I can talk to these guys afterwards and we can get them
1: on the lineup. That sounds like a great event. Yep. And uh, Seth Wiley, the, the, new, the new brother, uh, just say hi. Yeah, and man. You happy to be here?
2: What's up, all the beer people?
3: All right. Yeah, man. Nice to meet you. Come on in.
1: All right. What's the name of your new bar? Uh,
2: it's, uh, It's TOF. It's the Owl Farm. And uh, it's basically 9th Street and 5th Ave. Uh, it's going to take me Park like level. three
1: weeks to figure. That, remember yeah, that name.
2: Well, you know, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you some love. Just you like guys can M- keep moving fast. Like I'm, I'm MD, really MD, proud yeah.
1: of you. All right. <laughs> and, Kirk, anything going on with your establishments?
2: Uh, yeah, we have a great event tomorrow night at Washington Commons uh, that we do in collaboration with uh, Bitter and Esters, which is a homebrew shop right down the street on Washington Avenue. Uh, it's called the Brew Like a Pro Series. They brew a batch of beer uh, based on a recipe. They're doing Lagunitas Hop Stupid, uh, which they did earlier in August. And then we put the actual beer on draft, and then we also uh, serve the clone beer. So you can uh, compare and contrast the is two. That, uh, is that
1: with Tim Stendel? That's Tim Stendel. He's one of the great brewers.com guys. He's he the union is beer a manager. hard-working yeah. gentleman. Very Jim good. Stendhal. And Carolyn Stagg said... Anything coming up?
4: Yeah, we're doing, um, we're doing uh, actually twice a year, we do a, a full beer pairing menu um, for Oktoberfest and Mardi Gras. So Oktoberfest, September 25th, we're doing five courses. Um, with We're doing Southern Tier, Left Hand, uh, Dogfish Head. Um, so we're doing that. And then October 17th, I'm actually pretty stoked, um, we're doing a couple of collaboration beers we're getting on draft from them, um, plus their 16th anniversary, I think. I think it's a uh, rye. Oh God! It's the Ruination. It's, you know, plus from Schmaltz. Yeah, no, from no. Stone. Stone. Yeah. yeah. So oh, it's man. gonna be. Um, I don't have any beer knowledge. It's be, yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, we're doing that Stone Night October seventeenth. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, yeah. All right.
1: And what's what was the name of the Lagunitas beer you guys worked on? Pop.
0: Stim-
1: oh, fusion night. Oh, fusion night. Fusion I really liked that. I'm glad you brought that. I, I really I loved all the beers tonight. Um, Thanks everybody for bringing them. Also, a couple other events: uh, Spite and Dival Tuesday, September twenty-fifth. It's a collaboration event. Uh, could, the whole bar is about collaboration beers. Whenever Spite and Diable does an event, you have to go because they really do put together the, the, the best stuff in New York, and I'm a big fan of them. They're also a good Bruce seal bar. The Brazen Head is now hosting Higher Learning Tuesdays. Everyone's doing Tuesday tastings. Jimmy's number 43 does Tuesday tastings. Everyone's doing Tuesday tastings. It's a good night to go out in New York City again. Check out good Uh We are uh, proud to support the uh, October 6th. Village Voice 2nd Annual Brooklyn Pour. If you like big beer festivals, this is one of them, but I think it's pretty well run. We do like those guys, too. And our friends on Staten Island are getting ready the Richmond County Craft Beer Festival at Kilmar's Old Bavaria Inn on October 7th. And we're going to sh- give a shout-out to Ken Torado. He's a new Good Brazil Bar owner. Uh, he's got a really great place. At the, it's the farthest point in New York. You want to get in a car and drive? Go there. Uh, it's, it's a special old, old uh, German pub. Uh, it's coming up October seventh at Kilmer's Old Bavaria Inn. I don't know how to contact him, but he says um, just just uh, look for Kilmer's. Uh, Google it because uh, Ken is a really awesome bar owner. He's got the, one of the oldest beer systems that I know of, where it's just like copper tubes, kind of drawn by air. You know, I've he, doesn't been there have, yeah, he doesn't have yeah, he doesn't have like fancy you know gas systems and all this stuff. I mean, it's really you have to go if you haven't been. Have you ever been to Kilmer's, Ben? I haven't. I have not. You have to go and meet Ken Tirado. Uh He's really a legend. He had opened originally Adobe Blues in Staten Island. He's been uh, running beer bars for over 20 years. Real gem of New York City craft beer culture. All right. And um, anyone else on the list? I think that's it, but always check out Good Brazil. I love everyone in this room. It's really been a great experience uh, doing the show. Uh, every year there's new people. We've got the Rockaway, Rockaway Brewing guys now. You know our our friends uh, Bar Great Harry Mission Dolores are expanding. You know Kirk's Drouble Fourth Avenue Pub Carolyn from from Stags, Stags Head. Uh, it's a really great beer scene in New York. I'm really proud of it. You know three or four years later, it's so different than it than it was. And and it's, there's a lot of great places to get to get beer. But I will say this: there's still a lot of places where you're getting draft and not craft. So really try to stick up for your craft craft breweries and go to the good craft beer bars so I'd like to thank our sponsors greatbrewers.com who do help you bring do help to bring really good craft beer to you and the good Brazil, thanks to Carolyn, Kirk, Seth Ben and Marcus for joining me here with Ethan too on the Heritage Radio Network I'm Jimmy Carboni, thanks to our producers Jack Insley, Brie O'Connor, and uh, tonight Jack Inslee's an engineer go for it Jack, thanks for listening and next time on Beer Sessions Radio